know, Uther, I intend to live forever. How dare you show your face here? Uh, faces. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh at that, you idiot! A lot of story there, a lot of lore. Uh, for those of you who are into that kind of thing, I love you. Welcome to Live, Laugh, Lore, the podcast that explores where we've been and where we may go next in the world of Warcraft. Welcome, everyone, to Live, Laugh, Lore, episode 96, the show that hates pickles. Each episode, we'll check in, have some laughs, and talk all about the lore of Warcraft, one or two topics at the time, while our co-host shakes our head in shame and sadness. My name is Allie, the one that loves cucumbers but hates pickles. And I'm joined by the one that actually likes pickles, but it's my turn to do show notes, and so I get to torture him? Since he's been torturing me in Discord, it's Jin. <laughs> okay. I see how it's going to be. All right. All right. All right. You want to play? All right. Let's play. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh-huh. How, how you been, buddy? Other than, you know, talking about pickles and your love of pickles with our listeners um hey i'm just like going to discord and count up the 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 yays and the nays i'm i'm in the majority over here so you are but i i gotta represent the nays all right i'm just representing them the bully pulpit real well today like (laughs) hey you know what it's my turn to show notes and i decided to use it yep yeah, and, yep. and you understood the assignment because <laughs> I I saw what you're gonna make me say in the Patreon thing. So uh huh, and I, I'll I'll play fair. I'll play fair. I will say it. Although I'm just letting you know now, my feelings may may or may not you know comport with what comes out my mouth um, in, in a minute. So we'll see. <laughs> uh, what do I have up to? I don't. Know. I just I just been having fun in the Discord talking about how great pickles are and. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> changing the name, and then changing it back, and then changing it again. I'm sorry. You brought that on yourself when you did the evil laugh emote, like <laughs> gif. Where it was like, you know, Sophia from Golden Girls, evil laugh, right? And it's like, uh-huh, uh-uh. uh-huh. you brought this on yourself, Allie. That's what that was. Dear listeners, if you have no idea what the <laughs> hell we're talking about, you should join our Discord for all the pickle shenanigans. Uh-huh. Pickle shenanigans indeed. Uh, but I, yeah, I really haven't been doing anything else. Didn't raid or anything like that. So, uh, what have you been up to, Allie? I'm <laughs> 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 pretty good. Also haven't raided. We had a little bit of a, you know, life invasion happening with a lot of people. So hopefully this week we'll get AOTC for the last people, maybe. But I mean, I guess we raided a little bit, but it was more like a chill hangout kind of thing. And... I did some runs for the rocket. I did not get it, but that's okay. I didn't really hit it super hard. I wasn't expecting it. It's fine. And that's kind of it in game. This last weekend and last week in general were really busy because, you know, real life invasions happen. But our dear friend of the show, Berserker from Unshackled Furry. 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 Unshackled Furry. That's a different show, baby. I mean, he's he's got the beard, right? That's a... It was funny, while we're waiting for him to show up, we would like a car would pull up and be like, is that him? Nope, not enough beard. <laughs> <laughs> but um so yeah, Berserker from Unshockled Fury um was in shush was here in town. So for some other stuff. And so uh, we got a chance to see him. My husband and I took him to an, like a really cool arcade we have here. We want to take you and Mrs. Jen last time you came, but it just didn't, too much didn't, didn't, didn't have enough time. Didn't work, yeah. didn't work. But uh, we had a great time, and then we went to dinner afterwards, which was great. And it was just nice to see him and hang out and chat. And it was it was wonderful. Yeah, it did look yeah. wonderful. Yeah, it looked like he had, it a, good, had a good time. Oh. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, but yeah. yeah that's, that's that's about it. I'm just Not trying to drag this out, so because I don't really want to move on to what's next. That's uh. Oh, but see, we have a whole show to get to. So uh, I feel, that's true. I, I mean, it's true. Like we should move on. All right, listeners, this is for you. So listen up. All right. My name is Jin, and I really hate pickles. They are disgusting. They leave a bad aftertaste on everything they touch, and even the juice is the worst. I never want to eat anything <laughs> pickle-related ever again. Whether you love pickles or are part of the awesome people, you hate pickles. You have a place in our community. 
<laughs> Please stay tuned until the, the episode find out how you can spread the show and help raise awareness of the great pickle debate. <laughs> yeah. That, I don't believe any of that. <laughs> you sounded super convincing, yeah, let me tell you. Um, I just, I, hey, I brought this on myself, okay? I said maybe we should write these things as, like, jokes. I'm just saying, like I said at the beginning, you won't play? All right. <laughs> I might just copy you and make you say how wonderful and amazing they are next week. But, you know, super awesome. I'm sure it's going to happen, but that's all, you know, yeah. it's all fair and love and war. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I guess we can do this. What you talking about? Speaking of love and war, we're here because we, we live and we laugh and we also like to talk about the lore of Warcraft. And something we haven't spent a whole lot of time on is the story storytellers. I can talk today. The creators of that lore that we love to talk about. We only know so much about how the story and lore that we love to talk about gets created and don't know a whole lot of what's going on behind the scenes sometimes. We know it isn't just one person on their throne making these narrative decisions. There's a whole creative team that works together. There's a narrative team, a cinematic narrative team, historians. There's writers that work on the books and writers that work on voice lines and writers that work on quests. And each team is a lead and each lead answers to another lead. And I'm guessing they all answer to some higher ups like Ian Hazakosis. Maybe Ian answers to Holly Longdale. I don't know. I'm sure there's a whole organizational chart somewhere that I couldn't find despite how long I spent trying to find it. And I did. I The Google searches were not working for me when I was doing my research for this episode. Like, I just, at my work, I can find it so so easy. It's just right there. I just, I just <laughs> want to see it. But I could not. Because we do not know everything that happens behind the scenes. Team two, they're doing some things. There's some teams. They're doing some things. It's, it's fine. There's some things we've learned over the years. You know, for example, we know that they're usually working on and brainstorming about storyboarding for an expansion or two or sometimes three at a time. Great example right now where we're sitting, we're on the cusp of a great epic trilogy of expansions, and that will make up a whole freaking saga. So it's a whole thing. Now, until recent, recently... Steve Denuser, or Stevie D, as we like to call him, was the narrative director. And then something weird happened. While people were all excited about Metzen coming back and pre-BlizzCon excitement and post-BlizzCon breakdowns and interviews, there was something missing in it all. Good old Stevie D. Stevie D shaped a hole in the, the news bits or something. That was awkward. Um, I noticed his absence <laughs> and I kept waiting to hear how he and Metzen were going to work together and who, you know, like how that dynamic was going to be and how, like, I, I kept waiting and it never happened. I'm like, something's, something's wrong here. Like, did you notice all that, Jin? Did I you definitely notice noticed it. Did you DVD-shaped hole? Yeah. So <laughs> during BlizzCon, right around that, that time frame, I was expecting him to be not necessarily up on stage because of how limited the stage presence really was. Right, especially this year. Yeah, because they didn't have, like, the panel after panel after panel, like, like with a whole bunch of different things where they just had an entire, you know, panel dedicated to just storytelling in, in, in uh, Warcraft, right? They, you know, in like 2019, I think they had that panel. Um, so, but I, where I really expected to see him and he didn't pop up was the, the um, you know, all the, the interviews that the content yeah. creators get. Uh, he was in all of them uh, in years past, like 2019. He was, he was all over the place. And then like BlizzCon Line, he was doing a lot, bunch of those things where he was uh, answering the questions, doing all that stuff. So the fact that he wasn't present during BlizzCon made me kind of go, hmm, I don't, that's very strange. I, I, don't, I don't know what's going on here. Now we kind of yeah. do. Yeah, now we, now we kind of do. Yeah, as, as it turns out, um, he left. <laughs> um, some people in the community noticed that his LinkedIn changed recently and shared that he was no longer working at Blizzard. Word started getting out. People started speculating. And so finally, Steve broke the silence and talked with PC Gamer about his departure. And some say it was because of a clash between him and Metzen and Denuser was pushed out. Some say it was because of Microsoft. Stevie D told PC Gamer that he had been working on the game for eight years he was ready for a change. 
And he was also honest and shared that the return to work order was partially to blame too. Like the guy lives somewhere in like Minneapolis, St. Paul area or something. Not relocating to Irvine. I, I don't I don't blame him. No, I don't blame yeah. him either. Not one bit. So before we start kind of talking about Stevie D here and all these jazz, what what are your thoughts on all this? Um, honestly, I thought it was a little weird that there was so much speculation going around about like I don't know. It's always funny how the community will come up with like something way crazier than than reality, uh, right? Like. Oh, there was a big old drop down fight between him and Metzen and <laughs> Metzen obviously kicks butt, so so Stevie had to leave in disgrace. Right? <laughs> like, like just some of the crazy fan theories that, that we get um for his you know absence and then as we figured out, oh, he updated his LinkedIn to say it ended in November. Oh my gosh. He 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 got he got kicked out. People hated Shadowlands so much. You're gone. <laughs> the drama it's, it's ridiculous. Like, he did. He didn't want to go back. He didn't want to go back to Irvine. <laughs> Makes sense. No, like, and he is definitely not the only person who have left because of the return to work order. So, yeah, I mean, it was it was weird that it was like, and like, it, he just he just slipped out the back. Like that's it. Like it's just he was just gone. And like I I will admit there was a brief moment where I was I worried because other people who have left in silence were for sexual harassment issues. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, God, not Stevie D2, please, not Stevie D2. And I think that, I mean, it makes sense. The whole, like, return to work thing. And, you know, after you work on this story for a while, like, sometimes you want something new. Yeah, it's not I mean, it's not that weird. But, yeah, yeah no, like I, he, I had similar thoughts. I'll, I'll admit it. I was like. It's hard not to, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> I hope this is just my brain overreacting, but historical precedent is, is not on my, with with me right now, so. Yeah. I'm not thinking these things for no reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it doesn't... I feel I feel like if that was the case, he would not have done this interview. So... That is... I'm assuming we're good. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. And I mean, I get it. Like, eight years on a game, like, for a while. Like, it's, I can see wanting a change. I would imagine he probably would be fine to continue if it weren't for the work return to work order. But maybe that was like, oh... Maybe I'm ready for a change and I'm tired of the game. Okay. <laughs> there, there, I do like the, I think there was a fan theory that I, I read on Reddit, Reddit one where basically someone assumed that Stevie D really liked, like really liked the Shadowlands lore that he came up with and the community just crapped on it. And he was just like, well, we'll take my ball and go home. I don't think that's why. No, like, I don't know. You, you guys come up with some weird ones. <laughs> it's true. Well, it's it's been like so I I don't always like to read the comments, <laughs> but I have been reading some of the comments with Stevie D, and it's it can be a little frustrating at times. The the, <laughs> the way people view things through their lens, and mm -hmm. they just want to hate to hate, and they find their toxicity, and they find their things like they totally dismiss things that they were pissed about in the past. For example, like the Burning Teldrassil and Frazi Abbey, which all things we're gonna talk about. And none of that's come up at all. Like, all of a sudden, like, CVD became the scapegoat for so many people, for so many things. And I was like, you guys are idiots. <laughs> like, it's, it's not just one person doing the entire story. And we've heard many times when, you know, writers of books and stuff, they'll take, you know, some creative, you know, what is the word I'm looking for? Licenses? Thank you. Yes. Some people, you know, writers will take some creative licenses and yes, it all has to be approved by Blizzard, but sometimes it's like, yeah, sure, go for it, you know? And sometimes there's things that get forgotten, and there's a whole there's a reason why there's a whole team of historians, but even the historians will say, like, we do our best, but there's a lot of lore. Sometimes little things get missed, you know? Like it just Right. It's it's a whole group. It's not just one person. And I I mean, I don't know how much it goes up the chain to get approved, but I would imagine that, you know, you've got your your narrative directors and whatnot, but I would imagine the the higher ups can veto things right probably but i mean if higher ups can veto things there is one small bone that i still have to pick with uh steve denuser um it, it me personally and that's really did did you really think that we were gonna think the crown of wills looked cool because come on man hell <laughs> 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 <Helma> of domination <laughs> crown of wills yeah no. 
<laughs> just so, so, sorry, Steve. I'm just if you approved that one, like you, you deserve the ridicule on that one. <laughs> so, so that's all I'm saying. On that one. Just no, that one. We're not talking about anything else. Just, just that one. Just, just that, that one. one. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, I thought we'd take some time today and kind of just explore this together, kind of in an open format and talk about what we do know of Steve and past narrative directors and things that have happened and things since then. So just, just we're just going to get into it. So for those who don't know, Steve Denuser joined Blizzard in 20, 2015. Do you know what that means, people? He worked on the Legion expansion. <laughs> he worked on BFA. He worked on Shadowlands. He did, you know, Dragonflight. And he probably did some work for War Within and helping with the saga. Because, again, they, they plan these things so far in advance that they didn't just start working on the saga this year. Or, like, sorry, like, last year leading up to BlizzCon, right? Like... They've been planning and brainstorming this for a bit now. And like everyone's getting excited for it and hyped about it. Like, Stevie D helped with that. A lot of people like Legion. Guess what? Stevie, like, while he wasn't the lead at that point, he still did a lot of work for it. He was working on quests and stuff, which we'll talk about. But like, people keep pointing to Shadowlands. And yeah, I understand Dragonflight hasn't been for everyone. But I, personally, I'm just going to speak for me. Like, I've enjoyed it. And like, that was his like first, like, Shadowlands, there was COVID. And cleaning up from Afrazi Abbey and all that jazz. Whereas Dragonflight was just like that fresh start for yeah. th that the particular team that's working together right now. Right. Yeah. And so it's been great. Yeah, I, I agree. I think so. So I, I agree but with you. I, I've enjoyed the hell out of it as well. Yeah. But people just keep focusing on Shadowlands. Like, like that's the only thing he ever worked on. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> well, as I said earlier, like he had a hand in the story for a lot, for a while now. And again, it's a whole team that works on this stuff, answers to others and take their liberties, higher ups. It's, it's a whole thing. And it can, we, we only get glimpses behind that curtain. So it's hard to really point and say who did what, right? But there's some things we can kind of piece together, especially because they work on things in advance and whatnot, right? One of the things people also seem to be forgetting, as I mentioned earlier, is who the creative director was when Stevie D was hired. That was Alex Afraziabi. Yeah. Jin, do you want to tell the class what we know about Afraziabi? Oh, okay, sure. Wow, okay. I didn't know I was going to have to talk about this scumbag, but okay. <laughs> I mean, I put a little bit there, just and then the fiasco. Yeah, it's, it's so fine. Anyway, well, let's quickly go into it. But uh, Alex Afraziabi uh, was let go back in 2020 also very quietly right there was no announcement he just <laughs> right silently went away hence the the reason why Allie and i were like whoa not again right <laughs> so okay um he was literally the only named person in the lawsuit from 2021 as well only person so he was basically scumbag supreme is what we're saying <laughs> I like that. That's a, that's a good, that's a good title for him. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 So just a horrible dude. Anyway. Um, and that's just the, him as a personal life. Now let's talk about his work, his storytelling, his accolades. <laughs> so, uh, if you've been around this community long enough, you've probably heard that, uh, Alex Afraziabi has stepped in it a couple of times, particularly when it comes to Sylvanas. Uh, because you know, when Metzen left and he kind of took over his direction, um, one of the at one point I don't know the exact date and when this happened, but uh, it what it was a big thing probably around twenty I want to say 18, 2017, 2018 time frame where Alex Afraziabi informed everyone that well it wasn't everyone it was specifically with this interviewer that was interviewing him that Sylvanas was actually behind the Wrathgate right before that we all just kind of thought. Oh, Sylvanas kind of got crapped on by, you know, Putricide. Right? That was, we were like, oh no, Putricide went rogue. And Sylvanas has to pick up all, all the stuff. Like, she she was a victim, is what a lot of us thought, especially the Sylvanas loyalists. They were like, she had nothing to do with it. She was a victim. Well, no, Alex Afraziabi dashed all those dreams during an interview, not in any in game, not even in a supplemental, not even in any kind of book, just in an interview 
with some random like live laugh lore podcast. <laughs> it wasn't us. <laughs> it was not us. It was not us. Don't, don't put that. Don't, don't put that on we, us. We, we would have. We've bad. Yeah, no, no, it's both of <laughs> us. Anyway, someone <laughs> like us, not us. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he basically was like, "Yeah, Sylvanas was behind the Wrathgate. She she did the whole thing. She was the one planning it. She it was it was her deal. It was her deal." And everyone was like, "Well, that kind of sucks." <laughs> and also, like that was just a horrible way to deliver a story. Like it, it's bad enough that we have to go. Okay, I'm watching a YouTube video because you put out these little Warbringer shorts. Uh, am I gonna go? Uh, do I have to go read a book? Is there a comic series that you put out? Do I have to watch this movie? Like, like where, where am I consuming my media? Where am I getting all my story from? Um, and you're also now going to have to hunt down a crappy little show like ours <laughs> just to figure out this information. Um, luckily, the wow heads of the world found it and picked it up and then it exploded in the popularity and everyone was and everyone was pissed. That's basically how that how that went down. A lot of a lot of people liked that story direction. Like there were the those that were okay with that, but everyone agreed dumbest way in the world to get that to, to, to tell that story. <laughs> dumbest way in the world. Um, the other one is that uh, there's actually an entire, um, if I remember correctly, there is an entire Taliesin video discussing this other issue uh, around his storytelling. Really, the the way he comes up with his um, big plot points. And that is, uh, he kind of operates, I don't know, I, like, I would call him, he storytells like IDM. I don't, <laughs> I don't always know what's going to happen next. And everyone has some kind of name of Ed. <laughs> Ed, Eddie. Hey, hey, this is a, it's a very popular <laughs> name in this world. You, you didn't world build this. I did. Ed, I, Ed's I a very popular name. Apparently. A very popular name. I mean, Ed, I flirted with one, so I mean, it's, it's fine. Uh, all right. So very popular name, but yeah, <laughs> so the, the big, the big one, right? And this bit, he may have done this many times. We just don't know, but this was the, the biggest, like, I don't know, example of maybe you should have a plan, buddy boy is he decided that Sylvanas was going to burn the tree and probably in some, you know, storyboarding meeting or some kind of conference, I don't know, daily stand-up. I don't know how they do that. Do it daily stand-up. I don't know. That's how we do it in the tech world. I don't know what they do in the storyboardy world. I don't know so how. So like you just tell you tell jokes. It's just, so like start the meeting, some stand-up comedy. No, it's, it's it's they call it a stand-up because it's supposed to be a fifteen minute meeting. So you can go back to your job really fast. But it's never a fifteen minute meeting because we're all on teams now. <laughs> <laughs> If you're gonna call it stand up, I feel like there should be jokes with it. No, there's no no. That's no jokes. lame. No jokes. I'm glad sorry. we don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, maybe if you're on a cool team, someone is making jokes, but that's there's that's not a you're not you're not doing a tight five. <laughs> so sad. So sad. So sad. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, anyway, where the hell was I? He doesn't. <laughs> he makes stuff up. <laughs> yeah. There you go. He just decided that he was gonna burn the tree, and during that team's call or whatever. When someone was like, hey, that's a cool idea. Maybe they liked it, right? They're spitballing. No bad ideas in the brainstorms, right? They're just spitballing, right? They're trying to figure it out. And they're like, that's cool. What happens next? And he just said, I don't know, bro. What happens next? And they were like, whoa, whoa, what happens next? It's like these people live in this world that we're creating. And it's like things happen. And then we don't even know. And then the patch cycle. And then we go like, maybe we should come up with what the story is going to be. Um is probably how that meeting went because they didn't have a plan. He had no idea what was going to happen. So it was like, yeah, we'll, we'll see what the community thinks. We'll see what, I don't know, like maybe they're just, he's just going off reactions. I don't know. Because <laughs> that's not, it's not how gameplay works in World of Warcraft there, buddy. It's not like you're just, <laughs> it's not like I'm just going to randomly go up to an NPC and ask their name and Everyone's named Ed, but it's, 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 it's different. It's a different approach. I just, it baffles me. Like, it was almost like he was making up the clip, clickbaity story, right? Yeah. Like, this was his click, bait, click, wow, clickbaity story. You got this, Allie. I believe in you. <laughs> Not even drinking tonight. It's a whole thing. But, like, he created this clickbait. 
to be like, oh, the shock value, oh, the tree is burning, oh my gosh. <laughs> and didn't think about the fact that there are some people who are very passionate about the lore and story of this game and follow it and judge it <laughs> so, so finely, so, so intensely. And sometimes harshly. And sometimes harshly. And so to just flippantly be like, hey, just burn the tree. Let's just see what happens. Just for the shock and awe. Just, just do it. Like, oh, maybe not the best idea. <laughs> no, no, not, not, not the best idea. Um, I could have come up with at least a couple other ideas. And then my other favorite thing that came, kind of came from the whole burning the tree fiasco is just the fact that the almost every single one of the community's ideas of like why the tree was burning was better than what the actual story was. <laughs> so there's that too. Yeah, there's that too. Well, I feel like I brought that up or wanted to bring that up because I want to remind people like what Steve Newser inherited, <laughs> like what he got left to clean up <laughs> him and the team. Plus, you know, COVID. I mean, we've talked about that on the show before where we may never know the full extent of the impact COVID had. You know, we I have a theory that they had other story bits planned, maybe more of the trust, and I would get my revenge with hair on. And then maybe because of COVID and timing and whatnot, I'm wondering if they, you know, had to cut out a chunk of content and smoosh it together like a, a sandwich. And, and maybe, you know... That's just what had to happen between COVID and how messy the story got. We we may never know. Maybe in 10 years, Stevie D will write a book about it, which I will happily buy and read. So Steve, if you're listening, um, you're welcome for the idea. Please do it. <laughs> and then come talk with us about it. Live, laugh, lorecast at gmail.com. Not that you'll ever, you know, do that, but we can dream, right? We can dream. <laughs> he yes. follows us in blue sky. You never know, man. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we don't know everything that Steve did for the Warcraft narrative, but he did share with PC Gamer some specific things he worked on. Jim, would you like to read this list for us so we could talk about it? Yeah. So this is just a small bullet point of the things that he has done, which I'm sure his actual resume is much larger. But here's oh, some, yeah, for sure. <laughs> here's some uh, interesting tidbits that he worked on, which was the Legion Expansions Hunter Order Hall and the Marksman Hunter Artifact Questline. Some of the original allied race quests. All right. Nice. The Ilganoth and Nazoth Whispers and Prophecies. Okay. I'm sure we'll talk uh -huh. about that. Uh-huh. Big fans of those <laughs> around here. Tons of in-game books, including those found in the Forbidden Reach and Emerald Dream and Dragonflight. Again, big fans of those around here. Yeah. And mini scripts for stay a while conversations and in-game cutscenes. Um, those are also awesome. Yes. So, um, other than the the first one for sure, uh, not a not in my opinion, the hunter order hall um, was kind of a not great. It was kind of boring, <laughs> honestly. I actually did not do that one, so I can't speak to that. Yeah, the the hunter one was. I, I heard some the hunters out there during Legion were not particularly impressed with their order hall quests. So uh, I, don't, I don't know it, if you liked it. Let me know. But yeah, I just us. I heard a lot of people were like, I don't, I don't like the I don't like the order hall quests. <laughs> um, anyway, that's what, what I was hearing at the time. Uh, and I kind of played it um, on my my alt and I was I wasn't um, I wasn't impressed. I'll put it that way. Right. And it's okay. I mean, not everything is going to be a banger, right? Right. Um. So it, well, okay. Some of the original allied race quests. I mean, uh, I can see that because it seems to me like one of Steve's big things that he's been pushing is that you can't trust the cosmic forces because one of the original allied race quests was the Magar orcs. Right. And that's right. Crazy. Urel you know, light fanatic and all that. So I can totally see why uh, he would have done that one. And we still talk about that one today because we just no, that's the last time we've seen Urel. And I mean, it is Warlords of Draenor, so I don't know if they want to go digging that character back up, but mm, you maybe. never know. Well, we'll see. Um, But I guess the most important thing on this list to talk about 
is the Ilganoth and the Zoth Whispers and Prophecies. I knew I liked Stevie D. <laughs> I love these whispers. I know they're not always a big hit with everyone else in the community. I personally like them and I have fun speculating. And if they're not canon and it's just meant to be fun or just to mess with us, I don't care. I have fun with them. Yeah, they, they are a lot of fun, honestly. Um, I, at first, I was uh, probably a little bit more of the... I don't know. Like, I mean, these first came out and I wasn't podcasting the first time they came out. It was the, the first batch were in Legion and I was just consuming podcasts just like you are right now. Uh, and I was <laughs> listening to it thinking, hmm, I don't know. This this feels like a whole lot of just a bunch of crap right? that I don't, I don't really see that the, any of these are ever going to come true. And then a couple of them did. And they called them out specifically in game. Right. When. Yeah. <laughs> When Ashara taunts you and says that the diamond or the, what are you, the diamond king was made upon, that's when you kind of go, OK, I mean, that one was like really on the nose. So obviously that's like oh, the diamond king. There is only one diamond king. I mean, I know the community was trying to come up with some like, well, what if it was this so and so and they had a diamond mine or something? I'm like, come on, come on, <laughs> it's come Yeah, on. yeah, they're, they're going to give us a couple gimmies. Right. <laughs> but yeah, the fact that, you know, someone also aligned with Nazoth, where a lot of these whispers are coming from, she called him out and was like, hey, Ogonoth wasn't lying, man. He wasn't just mess with your head. <laughs> so that's where I was. That's that's when I uh, became a Ilganoth whisper uh, convert. And I uh, <laughs> uh, I I, uh, I refuse to continue to wear the uh, merchandise. Uh, I, I've decided to put that hat away. <laughs> <laughs> Allie over here is a true believer. Uh, <laughs> and every time I go run to Taldazar as a key, I see the eyeball again. I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? Yeah, like I said, she's a true believer. <laughs> Still got the eyeball. All right, there are there are others of the community that didn't even do what I did, and they refused to even do the quest because they're like, I don't even it's want true. that eyeball in my head at all. <laughs> I don't want it. It's bad juju. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want an old god touching my forehead. I don't like that. I saw that cutscene. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess my question now with Steve Denuser leaving and him being the creator of these whispers, do you think? At this point, the team just says, screw it and not even bother them anymore. Or do you think we're still going to get like eased with them once in a while? So are you asking me, hey, Jen, do you think that we're going to get more Ilganoth whispers come midnight? And I think the answer is, yeah, I think we're getting more whispers. So they may not be Ilganoth. They could bring them back. Yeah, they may not be Elgi. Yeah. They could bring them back if they wanted to. Just to be like, hey, hey, get your pen and paper ready, boys and girls. And all our (laughs) non-binary pals. Right? Everyone, you ready for this? Shit's going down. (laughs) I'm so excited for midnight. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah, me too. It's going to be, I'm excited for it. Right when when someone in a in an interview describes midnight as oh that's going to be our empire right they're like you guys are going to basically lose <laughs> I'm like I'm so here for it <laughs> well and that's what's great too is that the community for a long time now have been saying like we never lose like well, maybe it's time <laughs> so that'll be great and I'm just super excited and like going back to this like we really have had a lot of fun with these in game books. You know, even some of the ones in Shadowlands, yeah. like Freem and whatnot, right? Like, oh, I mean, that's where preface comes from. Come on, yeah, exactly. That's like, that's like a that's like a freaking lore talker person's freaking wet dream. I mean, she's like, yeah, she's amazing. I mean, we've, we refer to that many times, and I'm sure we still will coming yeah. down the road here, right? So, yeah, when they put books like that in the game, that's where we start like foaming at the mouth, like, oh my god, this is so good. <laughs> I'm going to talk about this for years to come. <laughs> this is so good. I love it. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was preface for mm, pretty much all of us dorks. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> and plus, like the stay wilds, like we we've really had a lot of fun with the stay wild and listens, I mean, especially like everything with uh, 
Yeah, we've done entire episodes very, very, on stale owls. Straws. Yeah, like it's just they've been so great and they just keep getting better. And I mean, we just had a whole bunch of them recently. And, and that's been awesome. Yeah, so looking at this list, um, Steve the Newser, at least if you're just going off his bullet points, we're just say like, oh, Steve did most of the work on these. Uh, he's responsible for several episodes on this, <laughs> this particular podcast. Yeah. Coming off Whispers so is three true. episodes alone, right? <laughs> and then we also got uh, Endgame Books. Oh, that's a whole bunch of episodes we've covered there. Uh, and Stay Wild Listen Conversations. We filled an entire episode with uh, Stay Wild Listen Conversations. So, yeah, big fans. Big fans of those things. Yeah. I, I got distracted because I had to go look and see because we have magically <laughs> uh chronicle volume four coming out this year finally oh, it's i'm very out. excited chronicle volume four uh-huh yeah it's coming out yeah it's well, great did they just put out a release date or something well according to amazon it says july 16th okay i don't know how accurate that is but that's if i were to pre-order it today which I've, i still need to july 16th that, that could change but I was wondering if he, if Steve Denuser were helped with the Chronicles and he is not, at least from this Amazon description, he's not listed. Hmm. Matt, Matt Forbeck and Marty Forbeck apparently okay. were, are the authors. So another example of how there's a whole team that works on this stuff. Yeah. But like I said earlier, there's no way like those are the only things Steve worked on. You know, we know he did a lot of other work and a lot of other things. And on top of those things, he wrote Dark Mirror, Windrunner Three Sisters, Visage J, and Grimoire of the Shadowlands and Beyond. Okay. Um, so we never did an episode on Dark Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We didn't. Or Windrunner Three Sisters. Um, I've, I've read that. That's very good. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, Visage J, I think we definitely, I think we talked about it on an episode. That was. Uh, yeah, we did. Folk and fairy tale. Yeah, we talked about that because then yep. it talks about how, you know, the dragons, that's where they, they, they choose their visage form, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously Grimoire of the Shadowlands, you know, and a whole nother freaking um, cosmology chart. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, guys got a lot that, uh, you know, we we certainly uh, are, are fans of. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, you know, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say everything was awesome right i mean we've talked about the jailer a lot we we know how we feel about the jailer we've there's other things in shadowlands like could have been different and again we, you know we're never gonna know we we may never know <laughs> until stevie D writes the book and comes on the show and talks with us about it um <laughs> <laughs> what i'm gonna manifest it damn it like we may never know the impact covid had on the story right it's true and I feel in some ways that Shadowlands was meant to help expand the universe. Because in a game that's going to be pretty old at this point, you, you have to expand it if you want to keep it going. Right. And maybe did they, maybe he just bit off more than we could chew. You know, like there's another, a lot of things it could be. Am I happy about Erlon? No. Am I happy about my emotions for Ursa? No. <laughs> but especially Erlon the Drust. I'm sorry. So much more could have been done with the Drust. It's like... Things could have been different with, with certain things, but he's had other things I have enjoyed. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I, I do feel like he had to clean up some mess with the story because of. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Fraziabi and because so many people have touched it and everyone's going to have their opinions on, you know, what he did and didn't do and what he was good at and not good at whatever. Do I think he gets he deserves all the trash that's getting dumped on him right now? No, not at all. Like people are being assholes. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Like right away. Yeah. 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 But again, like we have like Dragonflight. I've enjoyed it. We have a Riddicron who's shaping up to be a good villain. And I'm I'm guessing he had some work to do with that. Oh yeah. I mean like an amazing right? villain, honestly. Yeah. And like something people need to remember too is like Denuser spent the first couple of years as a quest designer. He was doing quests, not major story beats. He is not to blame for the burning of Telgisil. Chill the F out, people. I swear. <laughs> They're hating to hate. Stupid. <laughs> but um, in all seriousness, uh, if you go watch Re Weekly Reset, they did a great video called The Trial of Steve Denuser. I thought it was worth checking out. Like it was, I felt like it was pretty honest. Like 
not everything is great, but he doesn't deserve all like the scapegoating that's happening right now with him. So, yeah, no. Yeah. Like if we go about kind of like think about this as uh, obviously, like you mentioned, they work about they work through this years in advance. So we don't necessarily yeah. know exactly where how it's all going to pay off now. Right. Maybe he felt like this was a good time to to move on. Um, I don't know. Maybe he had reservations about the Microsoft acquisitions. Right. That could have been because that's the deal kind of got finished right around that time frame, too. Um, And so we don't really know exactly why he left, but maybe he felt like he was able to wrap up at least the the main story beats of the, the the World Soul Saga. Right. Yeah. Maybe they've already finished the outline and he felt comfortable going like, okay, right? I, I, you know, I've told my story, you know, new storytellers can come on and, you know, carry it the rest of the way. Right? I mean, there's the famous story of JK Rowling or whatever, uh, where she's like, I knew the ending. She's like, it's 10 years before I even wrote the first book or some <laughs> crap. Like, whatever. So do they work in the same way? No, but maybe they've already know exactly the ending of the world's full saga the way chris Metzen was talking about it on stage sounds like they already know how the, the story oh end. yeah for sure i would love to know if the return to work hadn't happened if he would continue on or if this is just a natural stopping point for him and he was kind of thinking already yeah uh, i'm i would love to know that yeah because it's like the way the timing of it it seems to me that he got to put his finishing touches on where he kind of wanted the story to go, right? And he felt like it was probably such a, such an ambitious project to to tell this story the way he wanted to tell it. Maybe he was like, "Hey, could we get Chris back?" And maybe he shepherded across the finish line. I, I don't know. He could have. He could have yeah, been the one to, be. to spearhead that idea. Because maybe he came up with this like some wackadoo crazy idea of we're gonna freaking burn it all down. And you know, the, we're gonna destroy the sun well, and the void's gonna take over half the planet. But then the lights gonna come back, and it's like, right? <laughs> He's trying to do his own like freaking like 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 his own end game kind of kind of thing with the World Soul Saga, and they're gonna take three experiences to tell it. And, and you know, maybe he's like like, look, we can do this. If we get Chris to sell it, right? And everyone's going to be like, ah, there's a Chris Besson. Maybe Steve's just in the background going like, yeah, they're not going to be cheering for me because I did the jailer. I own that. <laughs> that was a big fumble on my part. <laughs> and it could have been so much more. Maybe without <laughs> COVID. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> who knows? Maybe it would have been less nipple of, of the jailer and more. I mean, like the, the, building uh, him up as a villain. I don't know. I'm still, I'm, I still don't know if. The early concept art being leaked by Pyromancer was Blizzard right. going, screw you, F you, we're going to change his look at the last minute. Could be. <laughs> or, Another thing we may never know. Uh, or was he always supposed to be Nipple Man? <laughs> <laughs> nipple Man! <laughs> it's like Powder Toast Man or something like that. <laughs> Are you grabbing onto my buttocks? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ren and Stimpy was great. <laughs> Ren and Stimpy was great. <laughs> oh man, great, great freaking show. Yeah. Well, like, do you, do you have some more thoughts on on his work and how you're how you're feeling about him? I think we still don't know the entire like his entire you know body of work because I I genuinely think at him as at the head right to where they are at the point where they're gonna tell you everyone at BlizzCon. That, hey, we're doing three expansions. We've never done anything like this before. We got Holly Longdale along for the ride in the coolest jacket ever. She's amazing. And she's right. like, let's do cool things. Let's be brave. And let's like knock the freaking socks off. It's like, I'm getting the vibe from her. Because like with Season of Discovery and stuff, I think everyone's like losing their freaking mind with Season of Discovery right now. They're all loving it. So anyway, like with, with that kind of mentality... Like, I don't know, maybe they they had this idea this whole time and I don't know. Like, I think we're just we're all going to be in for a surprise with with how it's going to kind of roll out, because I don't think we're going to see how it's really going to end. And, and yeah, absolutely. The dude's had some missteps and, you know, things along those lines. 
but everyone has. I mean, Madan. I mean, <laughs> everyone's we had missteps. Okay, Allie, we can't. We can't do a Stevie D retrospective without talking about ropes. <laughs> that That's was true. Stevie that was D. D. That was Stevie D. <laughs> so, Allie, in a world in which you had a Goldan and another Goldan pointing their fingies at each other, saying, that wasn't me, no, that wasn't me, right? Do, do you... This would be a better game. This would be a better world <laughs> if we had two Goldans going at it. <laughs> like, it just, you know... We just had that one meme-filled moment. It would have been so much fun. <laughs> I st- I am I hadn't thought about the ropes in a while. Good call. Good uh, good call back there. I I don't know how I feel about the ropes still. <laughs> and I get like at that it's point, bad like, it's it wasn't opinion. a great choice. Things were messy. Maybe he was still trying to clean it up and put all the puzzle pieces together, and they weren't fitting. And so he just had to say ropes. We're going to fix it with ropes. <laughs> yeah, and I also really would like them to one day, I don't know, smoke the biggest freaking whatever you need and sit down <laughs> and explain to me time is not a construct of death and what you are going on about there. <laughs> because it's like, well, that happened a, a few days ago. What do you mean? Time isn't the time doesn't exist here. What is what I played through the story? It happened chronologically. What are you talking about? You crazy people. Time is not a construct of death. (laughs) We exist in a reality where time happens. So we perceive everything as if time stop it with this. Yeah, man, time isn't here. Yeah, but time has passed since you just said that, you idiot. Like, Come on. Yeah. Mm-mm. Just don't do it. Don't you can't represent that in a video game medium, in my opinion, because it's just like that's it just comes across as like what? What what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Right. <laughs> right. Well, so you're saying Draca is and always has been here because time is not a construct of death. What? Well, I mean, are you saying that she got here one day and then there's a there's a moment or a, a time in when she wasn't there? Well, yeah. Then, then what then what are you what are you talking about? What are you talking about with this time is not a construct of death? <laughs> Shut your mouth. That is so dumb. <laughs> he doesn't work there anymore, so I can just say it. It's it's stupid. <laughs> or maybe or maybe here's a possibility. Maybe I'm too stupid to understand. So someone explain it to me. Don't just say little weird platitudes like time is not a construct of death. Maybe. <laughs> don't, just, don't, don't just say that and expect me to be like, oh, that's really deep, man. No. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> make it make sense, Steve. Or now Chris. Chris, you make it make sense. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Now, here's something else I want to bring up, too. Another thing that was kind of a bit controversial in the community was when Steve said that Chronicles was from the viewpoint of the Titans. That that upset a lot of people. And now we're on the cusp of Chronicles 4 coming out. So do we think the current team will continue this viewpoint of Titans uh, of Titans being like the Chronicles being from their viewpoint? You kind of have to assume that. The, yeah, yeah, they will. The reason being is like I would that would be really weird if they're just like, oh, I said to be continued at the end of my last book, but I'm letting another <laughs> author pick it up and continue the story from a different point of view. Like, no, you can keep the same point of view and just and just go, oh, oh it's the Titans. The Titans. <laughs> the Titans are the ones that said it. Be weary or weary. <laughs> I don't know. Don't trust those bitches. <laughs> I mean, we are learning that maybe the Titans aren't that great. So, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking that might actually be what's going on. So they're probably just going to tell the story as it is because it is supposed to be encyclopedic. So, yeah, let the order right. dorks do it. They're like, oh, very the weird. order dorks. I'm going to 
I'm going to tell them in the right order because we're from the place where time comes from. Because we like order. Order is nice. Right? Okay, you, you understand. I'm right. a dual-empowered Nazdormu. You see? Right? He even called out his name when friggin' Morazan died. Ah, right? <laughs> Jeez. I totally forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> to see where you were going with that. Some, sometimes I start a story and I don't, I don't know how it's going to end. <laughs> Let's keep talking. Hopefully, hopefully I get there. It's fine. Michael You're Scott's my spirit animal. <laughs> yes. Well, like... Oh yeah, I remember what I was talking about. Chronicle Volume 4. <laughs> yes. Good job, be, buddy. It'll be from the perspective of the Titans. Okay. There you go. <laughs> and now we know. <laughs> and knowing's half the battle. All right. Um, so at this point, let's do like an overall vibe check from us at Live Laugh Lore. Steve Denews are good, mid, decent. How are we feeling about him as a leader of the narrative team? Well, uh, obviously, us here at Live Laugh Lore, we um, are very vibe conscious. So uh, we got to check in with the vibes and um, uh, I'm going to let you know my vibes are are good uh, overall. Um, big, big, big points for being uh, Ilganoth Whisper Man. <laughs> Ilganoth Whisper Love Man. that for him. <laughs> Absolutely love that for him. Um, but so, yeah, it, it's good. But he could bump it down to mid. He could. He could bump it down to mid. And that is if he ever came on this show and I was like the one, the only Stevie D and he's like, Sorry, can you, can you just call me Steve? Steve. That's true. That that could happen. Steve Denuser, <laughs> the one and the only Steve Denuser is here with us. Yeah, that would that would really, I I would feel like I lost something if he said that I could call him Stevie D. <laughs> it would be a really long episode where we would just have to constantly check ourselves. Where you like, well, back when. <laughs> Steve was with the team. Mr. Denuser. Yes, Mr. Denuser. <laughs> Mr. Anderson. Oh, I was like, oh. Well, either way, we wish Steve Denuser, Stevie D, all the best in the future. And, you know, right now he's, he's kind of hinting that there might be something on the horizon for him. He took the holidays off and recuperated and he's like a little, little teaser that something's going on so we wish him all the best and look forward to what he does next yeah i agree i hope he uh i hope he uh has a great and amazing future ahead of him tell some fun stories that hey maybe i'll maybe i'll read one of them yeah I exactly don't know. i don't know yeah. if i'll do a podcast about it but you never know you never know <laughs> well before we start wrapping up the show we took time to ask our listeners who their favorite villains in Warcraft are you know, from last episode? What does Sree oh. say? Sree, uh, Sree just played a song. He just, he just, <laughs> he just played a song. It's, it was really weird. It was like a weird techno mix. Um, something about um, yeah, trifling gnome. Uh, and then it was, <laughs> suddenly I just uh, like you face Jaraxxus, you face Jaraxxus, and I Lord of the Burning, Burning, Burning Legion. Right? That's and then it was stuck in my head the rest of the day. Uh huh. Hey, um, I'll, I'll take I'll take uh, Kara's too, uh, if you want, because I got a button for it. I figured you would. Kara's favorite villain, which is rude, rude, <laughs> is Departos. Come on. Departos is not a villain. <laughs> she did put a question mark there, so. Departos is a hero. Departos question mark? He's a hero. He's a hero. <laughs> I mean, when Bonnie was singing about needing a hero, she was singing about Departos. <laughs> right. It's true. Yep. It's true. Uh, Marjo Fission said Denathrius, good old daddy D. Mm. Scream for me. <laughs> Zandarix, I'm just going to move on before I break. Uh, Zandara also chimed in and said, I think Salatas uh, War Within Reveal made her a lot of new fans. And I think so. People are like, 
oh, Zaltas kind of cool. And she looks really cool. So it's it's been kind of fun to see the hype about her build a bit. Yeah, I was, was kind of a fan of Zaltas back in the day. Like I was one of those OG fans. Like not, I'm not like a hipster fan. Like, like this one over here, Allie. Look, I spent a whole expansion with her, yeah, okay? Yeah, see, I just got the, <laughs> I just got the clips. I just right, got the, right. the spark notes, uh, if they will, uh, about, uh, <laughs> you know, hey, there's this dagger that the shower priests are hanging around with, and it's talking to them, and it says some pretty neat things. So, hey, maybe you should check it out. So I checked it out. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. I like this, All right? And then she even, like, talked about, like, people back in the day in the lore when she's like, oh, man, me and Modgood used to hang out. And I'm like, whoa, what? I mean, am I good? <laughs> right? Man, she was my girl. She was my girl. <laughs> well, this was before my time, but, you know, I, I thought she was kind of cool. Anyway. She is cool. Yeah. Zaltath is awesome. So, yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right, Zandara. Uh, Zaltath is, uh, she's got a lot of new fans. And and she deserves them. She deserves yeah, them. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. She, she should have had more fans back in the day. But, uh, I don't know. Everyone just kept saying... What do they say? Naifu? I don't get it. Naifu. Yep. Naifu. I don't get it. Is that a waifu? It's Naifu. I don't understand the waifu thing, so I just just move along. Just, I'm old. I don't understand. <laughs> your kids and your words, I don't understand. Whatever. I'm like old man Smithers <laughs> or something. Just. It's like, wait, is there, am I out of touch? No, it's the kids that are wrong. Y'all are wrong. Th- there you go. <laughs> we also have Mud who posted... Pretty sure that was Hogger. That was Hogger, right? Yeah, it was Hogger. Pretty sure that was Hogger. That was yeah, it was Hogger. We just, I mean, we didn't talk about Hogger. We, we didn't talk about Hogger? Why? why For villains. Oh, that's true. He is we, kind of iconic. He is kind of iconic. So, yeah. Um, oh, and apologies to everyone who got, like, bent out of shape that I didn't talk about Ragnaros. <laughs> right? Whatever. <laughs> He's kind of cool, I guess. It was, it was a long episode. It was <laughs> a long episode. Get everyone in. So, uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> There, we talked about Ragnaros. There we go. Yeah, he's all right. There you go. We talked about him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fire lord. Yeah, so smolder on. That's clearly not a big deal. Yeah, little Lord Smolderface is dead. Thanks. Yeah, screw him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dork. We have Xander, who said Gul'dan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Give it, give it up to the OG. Give it up to the OG villain. Gul'dan. That's the one. Do you want to read the next one? No, yeah, I can read what old Avalon said. Obsessive. Ruthless. Disregard for authority? Maev. <laughs> I would not have guessed Maev as a villain. She's a, she's definitely one of them anti-heroes or something. I don't know. She, yeah, she plays by her own it. rules, man. She's, yeah. She, she goes off the deep end sometimes. I mean, she is kind of the villain in one of them books. Um believe it was Wolfheart? Wolfheart? Yes. Maybe Stormrage? But I think it was Wolfheart. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say Stormrage, but I'll be honest, I've not... I don't think I've actually read all of Wolfheart yet. I need to. Hey, Editor Jin, let us know who was, who was, who was right. <laughs> Thank, thanks, Editor Jin. We, we, we appreciate you. Yeah, that was uh, Wolfheart. She tried to kill my Furion. <laughs> oh and then over on twitter because i'm not going to call the other name we have at bob 3 rtj who said love your show thank you bob 3 rtj appreciate it thank you for listening uh but they said for warcraft ashara for all universes ursula funny that they're both octopus adjacent <laughs> i love that <laughs> maybe maybe that's why i love ashara so much because i too love ursula and yeah so they're freaking awesome. Ursula is amazing. Octopus adjacent. I just, I mean, come I love on. That. That's like one of the greatest <laughs> songs of all time, too. Like the poor unfortunate souls. It is. I know Sarith was trying to say that Jaraxxus out Disney's uh, all the other villains, but no, no. Poor unfortunate <laughs> souls. Come on, Sarith. Come on. Be prepared. Sarith. We all know oh, that's a good prepared one. is better than freaking you face Jaraxxus. You face Jaraxxus yep. is fun. We'll give it, oh, I love it. <laughs> but you know a song that I'm not going to play on here because I'll get a copyright strike or something like that because Disney don't play yeah don't Dis- yeah, do nope, <laughs> Disney we don't, don't need play. Disney coming after us <laughs> <laughs> just like that 
<laughs> Last but not least on Twitter, we had at Ranger Carithus. Carithus? Carithus. I'm probably butchering that and I apologize, but hello. Thank you for answering and thank you for listening. They say, tough choice for me between Arthas and Gul'dan, but I'm going to go with Gul'dan. Gul'dan. Yeah, yes. that's a good one. Arthas was great too, though. I mean, it is a tough choice. I get it. Gul'dan's better. Arthas is pretty <laughs> great, though. Yeah. That's just, that's, I mean, Gul'dan never got to have a cliffhanger, though. I mean, he kind of did. He kind of did between Warlords, Draenor, and Legion. Like, that That kind of, like, yeah. stepped him up. Like, everyone was like, oh, Gul'dan, what's happening with him? So he got a little bit of that. But Arthas got a whole, like, that's the end of the game, bro. You're not yeah. getting anymore. And then we all just went like, so so he's just going <laughs> to win? He just, he's, he's just, just going to win? Yeah. And then this, the, then Blizzard, a.k.a. the crack dealers, showed up and was like, I have a deal <laughs> for you. Not only can you finally put a put a put rest to this mind of yours that's been worried about this, you know, game for, you know, several years now at this point. Uh, but yeah, you can you can keep playing it for so long that you'll wind up doing a podcast like 19 years later. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And here we are. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's a Arthas is a good villain. Yeah, really good villain. Yeah, but that's because they're jerks. <laughs> they could have done it with Gul'dan, is all I'm saying. Gul'dan yes. could have got it. True. He, uh, Gul'dan got, the, in my opinion, he got the better, like, book slappy slap. I don't know. I like that. The way the he... The book slappy slap. Yeah. <laughs> the way Gul'dan was just, like, just, like, totally turned on uh, Ner'zhul like that. was like, ha, ha. Yeah. That was with good. him now. Like, come on. That's just that is awesome. Book slappy slap. Book slappy slap. That's what it is called. Yes. Would you say it slaps? Uh, yes, I would. I would okay. say it slaps. With that being said, I think <laughs> it's about time we start wrapping things up. And you have a job to do, my friend. All right, let's see. Because that's right, it is a part of the show where we say a quick thank you to all the patrons that support us and keep this show going. If you'd like to join the ranks and support the show, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash live laugh lore. All right. Well, we also like to say, Shay, we like to say, <laughs> what's happening? Uh, we like to say a quick thank you to all of our patrons because you all are amazing. But really, we like to give a huge shout out to all of you amazing top patrons that go above and beyond. Just be like, you know what? Being a patron's cool, but being a top patron, I just like, I like the accolades. I like it. Hi, I am Slosh Adams, and I'm amazing because you are amazing. There's also Monkey Valhalla, the Viking monkey themselves. The Viking monkey. For, it's just, that's just awesome. They get a Viking monkey shout out. <laughs> what you get. Shalil, also awesome. Nick, Elibre, Elibre, oh, gee, I screwed it up. See? Talking hard. Amazing. Awesome. Nick, I. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Gregory Moss, also awesome. Amazing. Ickis, also awesome. Okay, and here we go. This is just, the, the name itself is just so awesome. You can't help but just, mm, you love it. Nadun Night Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> Mud, also awesome. Yes. Also likes a good villain. Hogger. Yeah. Because classic or something. I don't know. I didn't play back in classic days, so I didn't, I didn't get the Hogger love, but whatever. <laughs> Aphrodite, also awesome. Dungeon Master Burke, definitely awesome. Come on. Awesome, awesome. Grabbeard, grabbeard. Gra it's it's how it's spelled. I'm gonna read it that way. Also awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, everyone knows awesome. Dracorus. Stories. There's nothing in the world more powerful than a good story. We like to end every episode on a positive note because there is enough negative in our daily lives and in the world, so it's just a nice little thing to do. This week's positive note, believe it or not, comes from Twitter, which is a dumpster fire more than ever. But you know what? Sometimes you get good stuff. Like at EOD Happy Captain shared this story. Him and his family were traveling and they stayed at a Holiday Inn Express somewhere. I didn't actually say where. But his toddler left behind a cute little stuffed corgi animal. It was super cute. And this dad called the hotel and they said that they would get it in the mail for them, which in and of itself is really cool. But then this Holiday Inn Express went above and beyond. Maybe they're bored. I don't know. 
that they created a whole story for this toddler about the Corgi's adventure at the Holiday Inn Express, <laughs> complete with pictures. They took pictures of him, of this, this like little toy in different places, including like the lobby, working the front desk, helping get breakfast set up, using computer to try to figure out how to get back home, some snack time, going to the gym so he could be stronger and give the toddler a tight hug, taking a nap in the comfy bed to rest up. It was freaking adorable, <laughs> the whole thing. And someone just had so much fun creating the story. And you can imagine the family just absolutely thrilled. Just that's it. That's the story. Just a good old, like, wholesome little story. Just I love it. I also love it. That that I don't even know what else to say other than just express my joy by laughing at that. Because that's just this is cool. It's, it's freaking adorable. Yeah. You love to see it. <laughs> yeah, that is. Mm, that's so good. Uh, and I still have not forgotten. You, you will, you, you will. I'll have to come up with something for next week. That's all I'm saying. Yep. <laughs> Pickles are disgusting. I stand by it. Lies. Thank you so much for listening to Live Laugh Floor. If you have a topic or a question you'd like us to discuss, send us an email at livelaughfloorcast at gmail.com. If you want to support us on Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash livelaughlore, and you can keep the show going for as little as a dollar an episode. You can watch Ali live on Twitch Sunday nights over at twitch.tv slash and you can watch Jin Monday nights at twitch.tv slash joint. You can also follow the show on Twitter at live underscore laugh underscore lore. You can follow Jin on Twitter at Jin's Joint, and you can follow Ali at Ali Anders K. Meanwhile, be kind and take care.